number one, I had a skill and that skill obviously led to passion. And as a result of that, I got to spend some incredible time with some amazing hairdressers in the industry. And when you spend time with people, your peers, and you see what they achieve each and every day, and they're doing a job that you're in, it definitely makes you think, hey, I can do that. Fuel your dreams, ignite your inspiration. Join us and feel at home here at Fearless Inspiration. Because I tell you what, my mother is, she's 75 years old. She still runs her business. She has a, a cafe uh, down in the docks in Exmouth. And she gets up at like five in the morning and she still gets down there. She cooks hundreds of breakfasts and she has this insatiable appetite for entrepreneurialism. If you're having, you know, mental health issues and other those things, exercise is ultimately the best thing you can do because of what it does for you. And, and that is exactly what it did for me. It took me from a pretty low place and it started to take me out of that and it gave me an incredible focus. So yeah, for me, losing my partner in crime was, was huge, uh, but he's, he's still here and he's part of my business each and every day. And today's guest is Nathan Plumridge, hair entrepreneur, and creator of the best designed hair salon in the UK. Hi Nathan, thanks for joining us. Uh, where, where are you from, your salon? Whereabouts is that in the world? Yeah, we're in Exeter down in Devon. So yeah, thank you for having me on the show. Really excited to be part of your, uh, your new podcast and be part of this growth that it's going to have. Brilliant, thank you for that. Now, I suspect I might know the answer to this, but could you tell us something that you're both good at and you love doing? Something that drips out of you, a passion? Well, I'm kind of, I'm currently sat in the salon uh, and I suppose for me, yeah, my, my biggest passion is my industry. It's definitely the love that I have for it. Um, I think, you know, I started this as a, a basically a 15 year old kid that didn't really have any idea about what I wanted to do. And suddenly here we are with a, an incredible team of people that I get to work with each and every day. And the biggest thing I probably love about it more than anything is actually the people. Um, and it's the people that I get to work with, not only as my team, but actually the guests that we have each and every day, because we get to share their experiences um, each and every day. And, you know, we've increased kind of created incredible friendships uh, as a result of it. And I think probably as a result of that, when you've had a customer uh, for 25 years, you know, yeah, my passion is definitely for my industry and the people involved in that. Brilliant. Thank you. And I can really tell you, you're just so full of joy with, with what you're doing. That, uh, that, that is, is really good. So I've got a little bit more on your background in a moment, but to get straight to the inspiration, could you tell us no who is one of your biggest inspirations and why? Oh, who is one of my biggest inspirations? Do you know what? For me, and maybe this is a bit cheesy, but do you know what? My mum, because I tell you what, my mother is, she's 75 years old. She still runs her business. She has a, a cafe uh, down in the docks in Exmouth. And she gets up at like five in the morning and she still gets down there. She cooks hundreds of breakfasts and she has this insatiable appetite for entrepreneurialism. She just loves it. And it's so infectious. And she, I, I mean, energy wise, I mean, my business is called energy. She capitalizes it and it's just, it's amazing. Um, so yeah, for me, she is the, the person that's made me 
the person that I am. So yeah, my mom is the biggest inspiration for sure. Absolutely, on every level. No, that is. Uh, <laughs> do, do, um, do you mind me asking what her name is? Then we, we know your mother's name. Yeah, my mum's name is Vivian. She's got the Dockside Cafe in Exmouth. Uh, it's Gordon Ramsay's favourite place to go and have breakfast. And uh, it's right on the harbour. And yeah, she's a legend. She's been a massive part of Exmouth community for a very, very long time. And um, so, yeah, she, she's, a, she's a top woman. You should go and see her. She'll look after you. Perfect. <laughs> if I'm down there, I will. I've got a, a little bit more on, on your background. So, yeah, you, you said there that you were, didn't have too much idea where you were going when you were leaving school. And um, you come from a family of hairdressers and you decided to go into hairdressing. And I believe at some point um, you bought a salon with your dad. And that went from strength to strength. You've worked with some of the biggest names in the industry. And now you've got this seven-figure hair salon with a team of 30 and your new Hair Life podcast. So other than just your pure love for it, is there anything else that inspired you along that journey? I mean, for me originally, like when once I kind of got into hairdressing as a whole, it was one of those where when you find something that just fits for you, you know, I looked at being a vet and I had other things that I was kind of focused on. But once I started hairdressing, the reality was that number one, I had a skill and that skill obviously led to passion. And as a result of that, I got to spend some incredible time with some amazing hairdressers in the industry. And when you spend time with people, your peers, and you see what they achieve each and every day, and they're doing a job that you're in, uh, it definitely makes you think, hey, I can do that. Why can't I achieve that? You know. And I think it's so important to have those role models. So for me, people like Trevor Sorby, you know, uh, Charles Worthington, Eugene Solomon, you name it. These these are guys who have been like top of their field, multimillionaires. They've nailed it on every single level, but they still love what they do each and every day. So definitely, I think in terms of inspiration, if you have people that you can really look up to and think, why can I not be that person? Why can I? It's not so much even being that person. I think there's a bit of it of where you want to be your own person, but you can take a similar journey. Yes. And I think, you know, if they've done it, you can do it. So, you know, I've been very fortunate, I think, in the situation I've been, that I found a career that I love. And if you love it, it's kind of easy. You know, you work the hours that you need to work. And then actually, it's not really a job, is it? You know, I, I think, you know, if you've got a passion for something um, and you're inspired by the people that you're with, then actually the job is pretty easy. You know, that's my feeling with it. Yeah, thank you for, for sharing that. And I'm going to, I mean, you've mentioned a couple of names I recognize from shampoo bottles. That, that's amazing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I know, but I'm going to ask one random question of my own, really, because I've got this curly yeah, hair sure. that is almost the first time in my life I've respecting it really normally i've either had it cut off or it's just been unmanageable and yeah is there i've found a handful of specialist curly hair places for i would say more primarily women 
but yeah. I couldn't find much of a resource specifically for curly-haired men to for men to, to with yeah men with curly hair to who were maybe yeah. well they might not be as lazy as me but the you know not <laughs> they want something that that is you know as simple as possible. Is there anything out there that you're aware of? <laughs> I mean, I think what there is is that I mean, if you take it from a product perspective, then ultimately hair is hair, male or female. So there's definitely products out there. I mean, you know, I, I can I can pick out three right from here that I'd probably say, do you know what? This is what you need to use. It's going to maintain it. It's going to moisturize it. It's going to do the things that you need because ultimately curly hair is potentially lacking in moisture. That's the general reason. So when you go out in damp kind of weather, it just goes sucks in all that moisture and goes crazy. Um, but the biggest thing is, is that in terms of even like guys growing their hair, and that's what we've had in the salon, is that slightly longer kind of look. I think there probably is a lack of the fact that if you take typical barbers and stuff, they don't generally deal with long hair, which is why like we find a lot of men with longer hair now and curly will come into a salon like ours because we're used to dealing with that sort of style. So for me, I'd probably say, you know, nothing against barbering. I'm sure it's a great thing, but I would probably come more into a salon type environment like this, where we're dealing with curly hair on a much wider scale. So yeah, that would be my sort of resource for you. There's a there's a couple of companies. One called the Curly Get the Curly Girl. You okay. know, there's the Curly Girl method, which is all about kind of more natural. But you know, I'm not I'm not a great founder of having really really dirty hair. So. <laughs> No, thank you. I, I will come for my haircutting in your salon one of these days. It's it's yeah, confirms it. and, and have breakfast in the in your mum's cafe. It sounds like a perfect day. So <laughs> <laughs> now, could you tell us a time when you were maybe at a low ebb and something managed to inspire you through? Well, for me, Ian, the biggest the biggest low ebb of my life was my dad, my business partner in crime. Uh, he passed away six years ago, terminal cancer. And we we created this business together. You know, energy was Nathan and Jeffrey, N and G. That's where it came from. And um, when he left, that was just a, a massive, massive. I had no idea. I didn't handle the grief. Uh, I went crazy for about a year and just got on the booze and was. I, I definitely wasn't the Nathan I am now. Um, but what suddenly started to happen to me was I I then thought right, Nathan, I need to get myself out of this. And what I started to do is I started to look for challenges. And for me, I'm, I'm very passionate about physical exercise in every single level. And I love challenging myself. So I found the Great Wall of China Marathon, which is basically number one, I think, in the world, toughest marathon, bar like De Sable. And uh, I decided we would sign up for it. I told my wife, we're doing it. And the pair of us signed up for it. And bear in mind, it's, you know, it's marathon distance, but you have to climb over the wall five and a half thousand steps in anything up to 37 degree heat and 80 percent humidity um and we set about training for it and that was a huge inspiration because it's interesting when you're training for any type of event and that doesn't that can be a 5k 10k whatever actually a lot of the time when you do the race when you actually do the day that's kind of easy it's, it's that journey. It's all the steps that you kind of get to. And those are the things that I think really make the difference. And, and those are the things that certainly got me out of my, uh, my elephant in the room scenario, which I kind of had, and it enabled me to deal with my grief. And, and it was an incredible thing. And I think 
For me, exercise is an incredible thing for anybody. You know, if you're having, you know, mental health issues and other those things, exercise is ultimately the best thing you can do because of what it does for you. And, and that is exactly what it did for me. It took me from a pretty low place and it started to take me out of that and it gave me an incredible focus so yeah for me losing my partner in crime was was huge uh but he's, he's still here and he's part of my business each and every day so you know definitely find an act you know something crazy do something crazy something that scares yourself and that was that was that and that led to more actually which is crazy you know because then i went on to do a couple of ultra marathons that were like 50 miles you know and then it just it was next level so yeah it could be the start of something big. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that, that that deep story. And and this, yeah, the salon that you, you've built. Yeah. Uh, I was reading on uh, on your podcast on your website. It's you kind of come in with a new salon culture. It's a kind of a new generation of salons where you're involving um, ethical products and some aspects of personal yep. care, as well as it being looking super cool. And I'm guessing there's lots of stuff I've missed that you, you you deliver there but could you tell us a little bit more about your passion for for this kind of slightly newer generation yeah i mean hairdressing's changed you know i mean you know i've been in this industry for nearly 30 years christ coming up soon and the difference is now is that number one people's expectations have changed um we're also dealing with a very different generation of hairdressers, you know, we've got millennials, we've got Gen Zs, you name it. It is a whole different ball game. But also, client expectation has changed, and we live in an environment now where ethically every single business should be doing as much as they possibly can. Number one, to help our planet. So one of the first things that we did in the salon, particularly when we did this, uh, we signed up with a group called the Green Salon Collective. And basically what we do is we have about 90% of whatever we use in the salon now is now recycled. Uh, Our hair is used for compost. uh, Our color gets taken away. Our foil gets taken away. All of our plastic, you name it. So we're not quite zero. I'd like to be zero, 100%, but we're about 90 and even the brands that we stock, we stock a brand called Davro, which is a 100% natural vegan product um, because clients want that. But we also then offer you know, high-end ranges of products as well, like Keristas, because customers also want that. So I think you have to make sure you, you offer both. But also in terms of your environment, you know, the environment for us is actually in terms of sort of passion and inspiration, like, you know, a, a classic example tonight was we had a client who was sort of sat here and she was watching the Aurora Borealis, as we call it, in the ceiling here. All right. And oh, yeah. I she was like, I feel like I'm in some really crazy, like New York, I don't know, amazing, you know, salon. And it's the fact that people's expectations, uh, they, you know, I like to think people want the best. And that's what we try and deliver here. So, there's also that crossover as well with the team. So we're also, you know, it's not just about getting a haircut. There's a very big emotional thing about getting your hair done because, you know, if we look at like the last couple of years and everything that we've been through, I still look back and go, the things that were trending within the first week was hair, you know, and even like three months later, trending, getting back into the salon, getting my hair cut. Because it's it's just something you can't really do yourself. You know, people try it. <laughs> it's just not the same. And, you know, it really isn't. I tried it and I ended up looking like Kim Jong with a wedge and God knows what else. And it was, you know, a nightmare. So I, I think, you know, 
That is probably one of the biggest things we've kind of done within the business is we've started to really work on the culture, the products, how ethical we are. Um, and I think everybody probably needs to do that, you know? So that, that gives me a lot of inspiration that also leads me into doing other things. So, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I can feel the, it's just such good energy coming, coming out of the space. Now I love inspiring events that dissolve barriers between people and somehow kind of make them yep. feel like they're on the same team. And you mentioned your, your kind of community spirit there. Is there any similar events that you can recall that were inspiring that brought people together that you could share with us? Do you know, I mean, I, I mean, there's a few, man. Right? There's quite a few, I think, I can probably like talk about here. But I, I don't know about you. I love music. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Me too. And and, and and up until you know uh, lockdown and all the stuff that's happened, we used to try and make sure we went to festivals and those things. And I, I think there's something so powerful about when you go to like a festival like Reading or Glastonbury or any of those things because everybody's there for the same thing and. It's it's just incredible how the energy, you know, it all comes together. And it doesn't matter like how wet it is, how hot it is, whatever. Something about community, something about people being together, you know, it you get that swarm feeling, you know. It's a bit like have you ever been in the mosh pit? You ever been in the mosh pit? You're right in it. And it's like, you know, you're waiting and you get that that boom and it's ready and then you go crazy and then you're just like, yeah, yeah. Life's life's insane, you know? But there's an, but there's another thing as well. I don't know. Um, so me and my wife surf, bodyboard, all those sorts of things. And we, you know, we live right by the beach. For me, like when you're in the water, you know, if you're out there and you're just floating around with loads of other people, I also think that is something that is quite you know it's beautiful it's like that yeah feeling of like when you're watching people catch a wave or anything like that i think there's something really magical about that on every level but yeah music for me big festivals we need to get back yes yeah yeah you're right one of my most inspiring things is i don't know if i've mentioned it before on the podcast anytime but there's a a video on youtube and it's a green day concert it's the empty stage before the yeah the band come on and the backing music is just playing and they put Bohemian Rhapsody on as the backing music and there's 60,000 people from just stood there drinking Singing. erupt into the most harmonious sing-along, un- unscripted and un- yeah. unrehearsed with nobody leading it. And it's it's so moving for me. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I get exactly what you, you mean. It's my heart's in the same yeah. place, so thank you. And it is. And I can't wait for us to get back and do that. I'm genuinely excited about going back and watching live music again. You know, theatre, live music, any of that. It's it's all amazing. Yeah. Now, you've got such good, loyal clients, I imagine. Are there any inspirational stories from clients that you're allowed to share with us? Oh, God. I mean, I, mean, I, I, probably, I, mean, I, I can probably sit down and roll off as many as I want, really, if I think about it. I mean, so this is a lady that I... I only did her hair once, uh, but she was an incredible lady. Her name was Brenda. And you know, when you, um, okay, you meet somebody and you just said about kind of energy, you can feel it. You can see it. Now, bear in mind, if you can picture this lady, she's like maybe five foot white hair, came in with a, a an older gentleman. And I kept looking at her thinking they must be husband and wife, Right. Because they looked probably about the same sort of age. And this lady, 
I sat down and started chatting to her about her hair, blah, blah, blah. You could just tell she was like buzzing. And I had to say to her, I was like, Brenda, do you mind, I hope I didn't mind me being rude. I've not really met you before. I said, but like, how old are you? And she was 97 years old, right? And she was absolutely as sharp as a button. She had just this pure aura of energy banging out of her. She was quick. You could tell she was physically really quite strong. And I said, so what's your secret? And she said to me, the first thing is she said, learning. She said, I keep learning. She said, I'm learning French at the minute. And I was like, hang on, (laughs) you're 97. And she's like, I'm learning French. And I was like, okay. And then she said, and I keep moving. She said, I walk my dog three times a day and I keep doing it. And I said, well, who's this over here? And she was like, oh, that's like my 78 year old son. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's incredible. But she had such young features, you know? And she just said, and that's the biggest thing, but I keep using my brain. She said, that's what I do, Nathan. I keep using my brain and I keep moving. She said, because I see all these other ones and they just don't do anything. And and when you see people like that, that totally makes you think, I'm I'm gonna be like that. I want to be like that. Because if I'm gonna live, you know, if I'm gonna live to that age and they're talking about people living a lot longer, I wanna be like that. I wanna be sharp and sharp as possible. But you know, I mean, there's ultimately there's people that you think that come in here that, that overcome incredible things, isn't there? You know, we've had ladies that have basically had, you know, if we're gonna get into it, we had two sisters and they basically We're both told, if you don't have a double mastectomy today, these were young girls, you know, late 20s, both beautiful, you're going to die, you know? And these two girls didn't even give it a second thought. They were straight in, both of them, gone, that's it. And for us as guys, that's not something that we generally, you know, might think, oh, okay, big deal. But for women, that's what makes women feel like a woman, you know? And to to not have that and be told the only way you're going to live if you do that amazing and two you know young beautiful women and they still come to us now and they're incredible you know so yeah there's there's tons of stories like that you know and that's why that's why i love what i do thank you so much for sharing that and now it's time for quick fire inspiration could you tell us one of your most inspiring films oh okay inspiring films do you know what i love shawshank redemption right i do you know what i love I, what i love about that is the fact it's that bloody chipping away at that brick wall and then making that tunnel and digging it for all of those years and finally getting out. And in that time, he proved himself innocent, you know? And and that's that thing about like chipping away, keep doing it and you'll get there. Shawshank Redemption, what epic film that is. Thank you. <laughs> Your most inspiring comedian. Oh, cool. I didn't think of it. Hey, inspiring comedian. Oh, um, Billy Connolly. Absolutely. Oh, Absolutely love Billy Connolly. Everything about him. My dad's favorite, my favorite. Um, I wish, I wish I'd had the opportunity to see Billy Connolly because just what an incredible man on every single level. The probably the best storyteller, you know. You can watch hours of his. Absolutely hours. I love it. Billy Connolly. What, what I can't believe is because uh, only just started, I've added that inspiring comedian question. Like you're the second person I've asked it to because I'm wanting, you know. To, to add that humor piece to it, to the podcast. And you're the second person, so be like, only both people I've asked is, is the same. So that's yeah, amazing. Thank you. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Brilliant. <laughs> Your most inspiring aspect of nature. See, I'm a bit of a nature boy, you see. So there's, there's plenty of things I love about it. But probably now living by the beach. So for me, 
is probably the C. Yeah, yeah. If I think about the last year, we moved to by the beach just before the last lockdown. Um, and that was a game changer because I was able to be on the beach every single day with my children uh, in between homeschooling and things like that. And I had many, I had, I had quite a few dark days during lockdown because it, it you know, shutting the business, it cost me a lot of money. Um, but actually, do you know what? I got down there and some, you know, some of the pictures, the sunrises and sunsets that we were able to, you know, to see, I kind of, it just made me think, do you know what? Life's all right. It's all right. You know, uh, a bit like the sea, it comes in, it goes out. And that's the same with money. That's the same with everything in our lives. So yeah, for me, it's all about the sea. It's a beautiful thing to witness, I think. Thank you, you know so where I'm much. I'm going to go next. Me and my wife, we're going to go to Nazaire. I want to go and see those big waves in Nazaire. That's what I want to go and see. Is, is that in you France? Know? In Portugal. Oh, Portugal. Sorry, I didn't it's know. It's in I'm, Portugal. I'm in... Okay. Yeah. No, I, I want to go and see the massive 70, 80 foot waves. I want to go and see that. So we're going to try and go during the storm season this year. Wow. Check it out. Thanks for that. <laughs> Your most inspiring aspect of design or style? Oh, most interesting aspect is our style. Uh, kind of got me off a cuff there. I'm trying to think, right, what have I really, really liked? Um, I quite like cubism in the sense that it's quite clean. Like if you look at my salon now, it's quite clean. You know, I always like, um, I'm very driven to sharp, clean lines. You know, I'm not into, I'm not into mess. You know, I'd have a beautiful minimalist Spanish design and it's just quite minimalist cubism, sharp lines. You know, that's how I roll. Thank you. Thank you. And one of your most inspiring songs? I love um, Man on a Mission by The Larceny. Uh, they're, quite, they're quite new, uh, but it's like, it's quite a powerful, impactful song. And it's one that I've, um, I've only really got into them in like in the last kind of year. Um, and actually I use them on quite a lot of my socials because they're quite punchy. They're quite guitar-y. They're a bit rocky. Um, when you play them loud, you know, we said that same thing. It's like when you play a song loud. I mean, I can play it now, you know? It's like... Yeah. Cool. Yeah, no, that, <laughs> yeah, I've not Man heard on a Mission by The Larceny. So, yeah. I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, check it out. And the last one, your most inspiring aspect of travel. Oh, do you know, for me, it is... Um, I'm always massively inspired by the south of France. Um, we, up until the last couple of years, we tend to go every summer with the children. The south of France, for me, is just... It's perfect. You know, we always base ourselves either in like Nice or Villefrance. Uh, and we always head up and down the coast, Cap Dial, Cap Ferrat, you name it. It is just, it's just beautiful. It's like beautiful food, beautiful people, you know, incredible, you know, backdrop. You know, when you see that backdrop, you know, particularly if you're out on a boat or even if you're out paddleboarding, it's beautiful. Yeah. So for an interest yeah, we're going to live there. South of France, I'm there, you know. So, yeah, every day. Thank you for that. Right. Coming towards the end, I'm afraid. Could you tell us what you think is most right in the world? Well, we spoke a little bit about it a minute ago, but for me, it's nature because I think that I think everything in nature is just absolutely perfect. And I think we need to we need to take a look at it because actually there was a lot of amazing things that happened when we were locked away. Yes. And I loved the fact that I've never seen so many animals as I did when we were tucked away, being 
locked in our, our homes because it was incredible. And for, the, for anybody, go and watch the, the David Attenborough about lockdown. It's mind-blowing. When you see what happened to the planet during lockdown, it, it makes you realize that, do you know what, globally, we should shut down once a year for like a week two weeks and just go on vacation and relax and just give the planet time to breathe again and just you know so yeah nate nature yeah yeah thank you for that and uh, well, i didn't ask you about your podcast so i'm guessing what's next for for you i'm guessing the the salon and um hair life the podcast well hair life i mean it's it's an exciting journey i've got to say i'm i'm number one i'm really enjoying it um I'm loving the interviews that I'm able to do, but I also love uh, the topics. And, and it's weird because it's ever changing. And I, and I don't know, but obviously with you, it's you're very much focused on the inspiration. And I love that. For me, what I've started to do with Hair Life is that I can see it's probably going to pop out into, into different areas because a lot of it is quite topical for me because a lot of it is discussions that I have in the salon. So even this week, you know, uh, this week's kind of recording was very much focused around, you know, costs, are they killing our industry and what can we do to change it? So there's those things. So I was able to, you know, chat to other business owners. I was chatting to people in my industry, fitness industry, health, and, and just seeing how they feel. And I think it's so such a great medium. That's what I love about the podcast is I just think people are more open for a conversation. And actually, if you're giving somebody the opportunity to, to talk about themselves a bit, I think I think most people, you know, love it. Um, so I'm excited for the future. I mean, it's still early days, isn't it? You know, we're in the same situation. It's, it's early days and it takes a lot of work, but um, I'm just going to keep doing it. And if I keep enjoying it, I'm okay with that. That's fine. But yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a great thing. So yeah, download hair life, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. And you know, if you've got such infectious energy, it, uh, yeah, it's stick with it. Cause it's, I'm sure it'll go from strength to strength in, and inspire a lot of people. Thank you. And, um, what's the next book on your reading list? Not everyone gets a trophy by Bruce Tolgan. Not everyone gets a trophy. And for me, this is all about, uh, how to lead gen z's and millennials and the things that they want right because we've got a lot of them in here and uh potentially as a an old codger i um i feel that i want to get into their heads a little bit and uh this guy is uh, an incredible psychologist he's written some amazing books and he's worked with some amazing companies so yeah it's called not everyone gets a trophy by bruce tolgan so yeah uh, i'm gonna start reading that this weekend when i'm away <laughs> it sounds sounds good it sounds yeah it sounds like something i should read so um and if people want to get in touch with you how should they do that uh, well, there's a number of different ways so you can either go to uh find me online so go to the hair lifeshow.com go to the website and you can find all of the episodes of hair life on there uh follow me on instagram which is nathan.hairlife on instagram uh, and then you can also email me which is nathan at hairlifeshow.com uh, and i'll be happy to to talk to you from there so yeah find me thank you so much for your time today nathan that's all right it's not at all I've thoroughly enjoyed it. It was good. Nathan really is such an inspiring guy. Here is top 10 hits of inspiration today. One, get inspired by Nathan's mum, Vivian, who is going strong at 75. 
is a cafe-owning entrepreneur. Two, get inspired by spending time with peers in your industry and think, why can't I take a similar journey to those, especially the successful ones? Three, if you've got a passion for something and you're inspired by the people who you are with, then the job ends up being pretty easy. Four, get inspired by the achievements of Nathan's beautiful partnership with his dad in business. Five, get inspired by how Nathan and his wife decided to take on the Great Wall of China Marathon and how this focus helped him change to a much better mental trajectory. Six, get inspired by the Green Salon Collective for green hair salons. Seven, get inspired by the great energy coming out of next generation salons. Eight, get inspired by the shared experience of groups of people at music festivals. Nine, get inspired by 97-year-old Brenda, who says her secret to youth is continual learning and regular movement. And finally, number 10, get inspired by nature with the big waves at Nazaire. Thanks for your inspiration today. Thanks for joining me today. Watch out for news on our new group. Thank you everyone for listening today. Your kind attention is really appreciated and valued. If you feel some inspiration from today's episode, please share it. And please leave us a review on iTunes. And if you wish, leave us some comments. In your comments, please let us know any inspirational subjects you'd like us to cover. As I aim to build a bank of both inspiration and stories of events that inspired close connection between groups of people. If you have something to share in this space, send me an email at inspiringteamhuman at gmail.com. Thanks again. Look forward to seeing you next week for another boost of inspiration. Thanks to Ben Sound for the music.